Hi folks, this is Alan Watt, and it is November the 22nd, 2006. And winter certainly is coming in pretty fast. I've just been doing the last little chore before the real snow starts. There's been some flurries which haven't lasted long. And this is the big one because this is some work that you, you put off and put off because of its nature and its work on the septic system, you see. Very important part. And uh, it's a dirty job, but somebody's got to do it. And I looked for somebody all over the forest. And I just kept going round in circles and bumping into myself. And just to cap it off as well, I got the spade out. I was out there with my Chinese Wellington boots, the rubber boots, from a Canadian tire, she called Chinadian tire. And the darn sole fell off, just when I, I put it on the spade. And I'll tell you, you know, I, I use some expletives for these capitalistic communists, uh, a phenomenon that no one's explained to the world. And then I've, I've found that uh, really sheer panic in a crisis is the mother of invention. And I got some goop and goop to sew back on and some duct tape. And so far it's held. I understand the Prime Minister of Canada uh, is over in the communist Vietnam dealing with world trade. And the leader of China is there. So if Mr. Harper would just mention not to cut back so much to maximize their profits and put some glue in their products, maybe they'll last a wee bit longer. Or maybe they've cornered the market and they don't have to care anymore. Now, first off, I would like to thank the Australian listeners who emailed the information on their mandatory voting. And true enough, they have to, they have to vote. There's a fine if you don't, and possible imprisonment if you, if you don't cough up the fine. And this has been going on since before I was born. So I guess Australia was way ahead, or at least on par with the Soviet system, because uh, they introduced the same thing about the same time. And now other countries are talking about making it mandatory because they can't get enough people to, to vote. And the reason that you must vote, you see, according to the system, is that so that when everything goes wrong and they make all these strange decisions, they turn around and tell you, well, you voted us in. That's, that's how the con game works. So it's a... Uh, and politics, really. I mean, politics truly is a punch and judy show for the public. It's a wrestling match. And even the way it's played up during the, the election times, they use sports terminology, um, military terminology, so it's a battle. And, and it's all fake. It's all fake for the public. It's just as fake as this, this uh, agreement in Kyoto, um, that where they just happened to have the major storms along the west coast of Canada and the U.S. Uh, as, the, as the Kyoto conference was finishing up on global warming. What a coincidence, eh? And, and of course, we're getting massively sprayed before that just to make the storm occur, so that Joe Public will think, gee, we've got to give up all our rights to, to be safe and go into little habitat areas and, and, and start
start voluntarily um, committing suicide to bring down the population. You know, that's how it's done. That's really how it is done. Uh, those in the bottom of level one reality will think that's far-fetched because they've swallowed the complete indoctrination. But the Kyoto Conference is a formality uh, where things are simply signed uh, where the real work has gone on for the last few years by bureaucracies of government signing, uh, going over there and drafting things up and having negotiations. The same with, with this, uh, this um, trade agreement held in Vietnam. The prime ministers and presidents go over just to put their little X on the, the official charters that they're drafting, that were drafted up by the bureaucrats. And the bureaucrats do all the legwork over the years before the meeting and everything's decided. So the figureheads go over to put their, their eggs on the spot. And that's how the world is really run, like a huge business plan. Huge business plan. Everything's worked out generations ahead, at least. Take a tip, button up your lip, don't get yourself unstrung. Or make just from a slip of the tongue. Don't talk about the weather. It's a military secret. Just keep your wits together. That's the safest way to keep it. These are critical times. Be careful of espionage. In such critical times, you've got to watch out for sabotage. If you must talk to someone, don't give any information. It's smart to be a dumb one. Simply change the conversation. Now, apart from that, I was thinking of talking about uh, how people are conned in public meetings when uh, leaflets come around asking you to come to a public meeting on something that's going to concern you or your household or whatever, or the water supply or you name it. And these are consensus meetings using a technique they send out consensus builders and facilitators, they call them. Facilitators are taught in a technique of psychology to manipulate people into a pre-arranged agreement, a pre-directed agreement. And they call it the technique, the Delphi technique. You should check that up. It's interesting. And what they do is they load the audience with their own people to begin with they're scattered through the audience. You're, you'll sit almost in a school-type fashion because you're pre-trained to, to, to see the person up front as a teacher, a, a person in authority. And the first thing they do is come in and give you the premise. The premise is, oh, there's going to be no water shortly. Um, crisis, crisis, crisis. And once they have you to agree on the premise, which is a theory, once you've agreed on that, they can take you the rest of the road to the end, the prearranged end. 
And the, these facilitators are trained to also look for those in the audience who generally sit up front, by the way, the, 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 the teacher pleasers, the kind who bring an apple for the teacher, they love authority, they're, 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 they're self-masochistic, pseudo-masochistic, they, they worship authority, they love to have it. And so they're the goody two-shoes who will agree with everything the facilitator is saying. And if you try and speak up and, say, and give an op opposing point of view on anything, you'll find that these people pleasers will, will butt in and call you down. Then the ones who are scattered in the audience and, and uh, pre-placed there will back them up. This is a technique. It's actually, they're, they're trained in government circles. They're, they're facilitators trained to do this. And so you swallow the premise, which is a theory, which always means you're going to lose something. And once you swallow the premise, it can take you all those stages along the, the logical thinking where you see your linear think, uh, thinkers because you've been trained in school to be linear and they know that you must come to the conclusion that's predetermined and so you're giving your consent to their business plan basically so everyone should be careful about this and look into the Delphi technique it's a very interesting uh, technique that's used on the public now, that, that's a straightforward Delphi technique. The same technique can be used even on radio to bring you to a predetermined conclusion, especially if you belong to um, a group of any kind. They know the psychology of the, the groups, of all groups, but they also know the psychology and the content of the one that you want to belong to or do belong to, either New Age, Christian, Hindu, or whatever it happens to be. And they'll, they'll use certain buzzwords um, such as New Age will always use words like traveling, uh, journey, um, that kind of thing. Uh, in fact, the Masons that used to, to push communism were called fellow travelers. You see, fellow travelers. So they use buzzwords which will, you'll relate to if you belong to a certain group uh, and, and you, you're falling into the trap. They know your psychology they, they know what you believe, and they can bring you to a predetermined conclusion. And, of course, speciality radio caters for different kinds of groups. There's the Catholic radio, universal one on, on radio, who have all the catchphrases and the names uh, that you hear all the time within Catholicism of rituals and so on. So they're talking your language, your, your conditioned language. The New Agers uh, are, are totally, oh, boy, oh, boy. They have a massive vocabulary now, uh, rehashes of rehashes, uh, going back to the Renaissance, to the present time. And they they're literally are conditioned to respond as soon as they hear these phrases. You know? it's, it's a wonderful technique, the Delphi technique. And it's basically the understanding, as the ancients always said, and as every pharaoh was taught by the priests from childhood, the psychology of the masses and how to, to manage them, how to guide and steer them along the path that you want to lead them. And the only way you can avoid this is, is being an individual and thinking for yourself and not allow yourself to, to, to get into a classification of a group
A group is just a pigeonhole for you on a wall, and there's lots of pigeonholes. And there's even variations within certain groups of pigeonholes, like the, like the, the Protestant Christianity. There's so many different sects who, who uh, some of them are vehemently hate each other because they wave with their right hands and their ones wave with their left and all these you know, really deep things that they, they have, rituals and stuff. <coughs> and, and some will say Yahweh, and some will say Yahweh, and some will say, and, and oh, it goes a bit, on and on and on, you know, and, and Yeshua, and, and and Yeshu, and and on it goes, and Jesus, and and they almost already kill each other over sounds, sounds in the air. The, the, that's how silly it all is. But it also shows you the baseness of humanity because they can't transcend and they never will those people the inner meanings behind all of it they take the exoteric and because the exoteric is meant to confuse but it's also meant to be swallowed by those who are linear thinkers uh, they have these arguments about the meanings of things and it's madness. Whereas the esoteric is, is really clear. The next thing I'd like to mention is that I get hundreds of emails generally saying, I know you're a busy man, but could you just answer one question? And on a daily basis, if I was to answer every question, I'd be sitting here all day long, getting nothing done. And, and there's a second reason. If you're still in level one reality, I couldn't give you the answer you'd expect. To give you an honest answer would take building you up and taking you up through your conditioning preparing you for the answer with knowledge and then giving you the answer. That's the only way to do justice to a lot of these questions. They seem simple in a level one reality fashion, but I can't give you a simplistic pat answer because that would be misleading you. And uh, some radio hosts and uh, shows have been on, they're definitely on level one reality. They, they ask you the most profound questions from my point of view. And uh, when I, I won't give them the answer, uh, they, they get a bit peeved. And it's because you can't do justice. You, you can mislead people by a, a flippant, straightforward level one answer. Because it won't be the, the, the complete truthful answer, you see. So for all you people who, who have emailed with one question here or there, I don't have the time to, to go through all of, all of this. And you'll probably find uh, that, that some of the answers you're looking for, you'll find on the Internet if you dare venture into that realm. Because from one of the, the shows I did last week with a sort of Christian New Age combination, you can see how confused... They are, and most of the information, I'm sure, comes from the Internet. The biggest authorized players in the New Age 
are put out there to be heroes to lead you into massive confusion. And they've been doing that for over 600 years now that we can actually trace. They give you the heroes to oppose convention, but in reality is to sway you into the next phase of conditioning for the next society. Generally bringing in the, the fantastic with it. I've had so many people phone me up and, and, and email me about the reptilian people that they haven't seen. They haven't seen any of them. But because it's been written in a book, and here's the power of the written word. It's like the Bible. It's, it must be true. It's in the book, see? And it's the same with all books. If it's in the book, it must be true. And if a, a half a dozen books come out saying the same nonsense, then it must be truer than true. That's the psychology that, that people fall for. It doesn't matter if there's a billion books coming out and saying it. It still doesn't make it true. So you, you, I'm fighting uh, the bazaar and the, the Tavistock instituted nonsense put out by the superstars, generally from the UK, who, by the way, one of them phoned different stations and asked them not to have me on after sending me a bunch of nasty emails. So, be careful. Be very, very careful. Uh, guard the corridors of your mind carefully. It's, the, it's your most precious possession. Don't let anyone come in with fantastic stories which entice you into a labyrinth of confusion. And don't let anyone either tell you that it's fate, where it's a church, because it was written in a book long ago, and so see, it has to happen, all this stuff has to happen. I don't say Revelations isn't true, I just say Revelations is a plan. It's not an ordained thing by some mystery deity. It's a plan, it's written in typical mystery religion um, speak, mystery speak for the esoteric crew to understand, not for the, the exoteric profane, as they say. They're following that. It's a business plan. And it's the same with, with anything else of, to do with fortune-telling. Uh, it's a great psychological technique to disarm people, to make them think there's nothing they can do, because, see, it's, it's fate. It's the same trick, whether it's card games... Uh, horoscopes or anything else that's the trick to make you give up your own reasoning power and your ability to create a future yourself you create your fate your destiny that is why you that's what you're here for the shysters know how to rob you of that ability and they always give you the fantastic stuff to swallow the bait and because people cannot handle individuality very, very well with all of its decision-making and uncertainty, they, they want, especially in a time of, of more crisis, of major crisis as we're going through now, they want a promise of security. That's why they're taking all your freedoms away to make you safe. You see, this is the nonsense we're fed. 
And it's the same thing with the psychological warfare departments, with all the, the, the people who talk about fate and destiny, and it's written, yada, yada, yada. That steals the power of creating your own destiny. It also makes you small. Once you swallow that stuff, it makes you feel small and helpless. And you'll feel you're up against forces which are unseen and invisible, and there's nothing you can do. It's the oldest trick in the book. When Germany was going to invade Poland, they, they had the, rewritten the prophecies of Nostradamus. And they dropped thousands of leaflets all over the major cities. And in those prophecies, they had it wrong. This is when it happened to Poland, you see. And it worked wonders, psychological warfare. You give up before you begin. That's what psychological warfare is all about. Now I've had some of the younger ones call me and ask me about taking drugs to get their experiences, their mystic experiences, because the the chosen Pied Pipers, again, the big boys who were put out there, are advocating drugs to get your shamanistic experience and uh, to meet the, the all, you know. And it's so interesting that they've done this every so often down through history and the present generation never saw the mayhem of the 1960s and 70s or, or the suicides or those who died vomiting up stuff as they were going through withdrawals from heroin um, and people who drove cars into brick walls when they were chewing mas magic mushrooms and seeing Walt Disney climb along the walls cartoon figures these drugs do not give you a true experience and I know, I know people today who went through it all who were convinced that they had mystical experiences and yet the same people have had so many dreams all conjured up from their, the unconscious the sea of the unconscious where anything is possible and have had parts of their brain stimulated by specifically designed drugs, again by the big boys, and are convinced that they had a real experience. Well, that's fine for them, but they haven't, because I've spoken to many of them, and they're no wiser today as they were when they were 18. Never mind the side effects of the drugs. I knew people who, who walked out of third-floor apartment windows who walked into the air and went down on drugs promoted from the top downwards Lucy in the sky with diamonds LSD lucid lucid Lucy 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 the light bringer again you see was promoted by the British government Limos used to throw bags of LSD over university walls at the beginning to get the, to get the rage started, to make it a fad and a rage, you see. And they brought the pop guys on who were stoned out their heads on the television. And this is the BBC, the most conservative Etonian-type programming in the planet. Everybody at that time was recruited to work in the BBC from Eton. That was mandatory. 
so that so that the upper middle classes kept a hold of everything, the culture creation. But they'd interviewed these guys who were stoned and could hardly put a sentence together. And then the interviewer would say, oh, how, how naughty are we? We're terribly naughty. This is to encourage the young. Then they brought out Timothy Leary, Dr. Timothy Leary, with his white coat, the scientist again, were trained to listen to experts who went round stages and universities wearing his white coat, talking as an expert, expert, tell us about the wonders of drugs. And now it's declassified from the CIA. He worked for the CIA. So here's the CIA promoting hallucinogenic drugs. Quite the world we live in. Well, the New Agers are recycling the same stuff that you've got to get your experience through drugs. And, and drugs have been used by the big Brahmins in India for thousands of years to control the people there. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. And when you're having your fantastic experience and seeing jolly green giants walking around, you're also having something done to specific parts of your brain. Because these drugs are all modified, heavily, heavily modified drugs, even the plant ones. Victor Rothschild of the banking family in the 1940s worked at Port and Downs bacterial and viral warfare facility. And he also was in charge of an experimentation group to use using LSD on selected people. They even used it on members of MI5. And Peter Wright wrote about that. He was an MI5 and attached MI6. And he writes about Lord Rothschild advocating these experiments. So they were testing it out long before they gave it to the, the teeny boppers to blow their minds and control them. When you go through the LSD experiences, especially in a habitual way, you'll find it hard to tell what's real what is not real. You also have flashbacks. These flashbacks can last the rest of your life. Where you're walking along the road and suddenly you're hallucinating again because part of the brain was damaged. The drugs are meant to go to specific receptors within the brain. And they damage them. Yet here are the gurus of the New Age, and it's all over, the, and, and it's amazing how the New Agers gobble, they're the best consumers of, of religion out there, they're better than, than any other religion today because it's been made to be so through heavy promotion and financing. And they don't even question how these books all get out there so cheaply and, and stack the shelves with uh, guru this and guru that, advocating this and that kind of drug. But that's the present craze right now is drugs. For your, for your mystical experience. It never occurs to them. Because they're not individuals, it never occurs to them that there could be any other way. Never does. They want the, the easy, fast way, a chemical way. <laughs> the modern, the chemical way. Eh? 
here's the money, give me the experience. They have no knowledge of the topics. They only have an exoteric and very superficial exoteric understanding of that which they think they're involved in or they believe in. And yet they are the modern ones with the, the drive-through mentality, drive-through coffee, drive-through donuts, drive-through give me the experience. Here's the money, give me the experience. No patience. It's, it's fascinating to see how this has all been created for them and how they have fallen so easily for it with their own vocabulary which they didn't invent the big boys that gave them the whole culture invented that for them it's fascinating to watch it all being played out again and promoted and because the gurus who lead them are put out there as fronts and who they themselves are only partly trained in the exoteric they must lead them in the same path always because they can't go any further they don't have the knowledge or the abilities so they advocate drugs we jump back to a coincidence many coincidences here's one book was Charles Galton Darwin talking about ways to control the public in the 1950s advocating possibly the use of hormones and so on in the food to make the men more you know weaker and more effeminate less aggressive or less able to stand up for rights etc but also he advocated different kinds of drugs to calm them all down or confuse them didn't matter which as long as he put them out of action and others wrote about that too big players wrote about it and here it is being pushed again and with another generation growing up in ignorance as always because they always hide knowledge of the previous so they can play the same games over and over with every generation that's why generally they have wars at least 20 years apart that, that, that's another crop grown up you see of young people who are totally ignorant of the last lot, the last war this is all science we run by everything is a routine of science So, no, I, I don't personally advocate the use of drugs to gain some mystical experience. And again, too, you'll never, ever be able to be certain because you knew you took the drug if it was real or not. We can tell by studies that have been done over hundreds of years, there's a good chance it definitely was not. Your unconscious can conjure up any kind of dream fantasy or nightmare and drugs these drugs are specifically designed to stimulate the limbic system the perfected you might say so whatever you do in that realm you do so at your own peril
you can take a person out of religion, but it's hard to get the religion out of the person. It's the same with the reality on level one. They keep trying to refer back to that which they've previously been trained to believe. That's why they always fall for politics. Even though older people have maybe voted five, six, seven or more times in their life, eight times more, and yet the agenda is rammed forth regardless of who gets in, they never learn. They still fall back into the conditioned response of voting and hoping, even though their previous experience tells them otherwise. They ignore it. That's them falling right back. It's the same with teaching someone who isn't ready to be taught in higher truths. They'll still try and fight you because they're thinking in their base level one reality. They don't want to let it go. And for to learn truth, you must be prepared to jump out of an airplane without a parachute. You can't take anything with you that's familiar. That's not searching for truth. That's an insurance policy you're after. An insurance policy that connects you with the familiar. Truth doesn't work that way. It doesn't come with guarantees that you'll have happy endings in the way that you presume. Most people cannot even look at themselves honestly. Part of the reason is they're a composite of what society has conditioned them to be and the culture that they were born into has conditioned them to, to be. And the other part is ego in this system is promoted. You can't obtain honesty unless you overcome ego. The whole New Age concept is to please your ego, to tell you you're special and wonderful and that nasty things could happen, but here's how to avoid them. Just follow these rules and come back for the next course and pay your bucks. But it's meant to be flattering. Uh, the New Age is flattering to the individual. It's part of the, the spider's web to entice you in. We are not bumbling along and stumbling our way in time. Everything that happens in your lifetime in a major way that affects everyone is planned that way. We live in a totally controlled system. A system with bars which you never saw before. It's only an occasional person who tried to get out of the system who suddenly finds the bars are there. They, they go up in front of them. And people from agencies appear and talk to them. For the general population, they never experience that, so they don't see the bars. There's nothing in culture and in your system that wasn't designed and made to be so. And counterintelligence listens to all avenues of information and emulates it and gives you superstars who will see the same stuff and then spin it off and you'll find
follow them because you're trained to follow what you perceive to be the superstar, the successful one, the one who's making the big bucks. He must be good if he's making the big bucks. That's how you're trained to see it. And therefore, if a, a vagabond tells you ultimate truths, you would ignore them. In fact, you wouldn't even hear what was being said. Your ears would be closed. Yet if the big boys put out some charlatan, you listen to every syllable they utter and swallow it all without question. I've been at this for years, and I've watched the big boys say exactly what I've said on a previous night show the following day. Now, obviously, the big boys aren't scouring all the airwaves. They don't. There are agencies within every country which record all radio shows and television shows. And to keep their boys on top, they must appear to say something first. That's the game they play. So when, and I've had this before, people have written in and said, do you know so-and-so is saying exactly what you said? Well, I do know these things because it's been happening for years. And some people have, have made, made, made books, really, on information I've given out for free. And then spun the truth, of course, always spinning it. And that's counterintelligence. That's how it works. You could not, you can't allow truth to be told and the bubble to be burst and maintain control at the same time. You must present to the, the public superstars. The ancient Egyptians knew this technique, this science, very well. And they called them the wandering stars. They give you the wandering stars. And the people follow them. That's why Hollywood has stars. You follow the stars. You're more interested in the gossip about the stars, even though it's all bogus and fake, than you are about your own, what's happening within your own family or to those around you. You're caught up in it because you worship the material success. And those who seem to be up there with the material success and these professions are placed there. Whether they are producers, writers, whatever, they're specially selected, specially groomed, and their careers are made for them because there's no chance allowed in culture, creation, and control. Everything must be managed Anything from the grassroots could upset the whole balance of things. It wouldn't be under the control of the elite. And this technique and this science was laid out by many of the ancients, including Plato and other contemporaries of the same period, of how creation, uh, of culture creation, how it worked, who was in charge of it, how they always kept in charge of it, and all of the components that go into creating it. When you see that for thousands of years, Christianity alone ruled a good part of the world, 
and people didn't question it. That's all they were told was what was in that book. And even then, for hundreds of years, they weren't even told what was in the book. It was forbidden to read it. Only the priests could read it. And even then, they'd only read it occasionally. The Bible used to be chained to the altar up until the Middle Ages. Most of what was being taught was dogma. It was the church dogma. That's why uh, the Protestants put out the Geneva Bible. They weren't Protestants, really. They were Rosicrucians and Masons. This may transformed into uh, the term Masonry. It was the same movement behind it. And for the first time, people could read things for themselves and say, my goodness, what's, what's all this dogma got to do with what's in this book? And really, it was nothing. The dogma was there for controlling the people. Well, if that was controlling the people for one and a half thousand years at that time, do you really think with all the sophistication of today's media, where you have instant access to data right to your home 24 hours a day, do you really think it's not being used now, including with the New Age movement? Of course it is. Blavatsky herself said, and Pike said, that the spearhead of bringing in the New Age would be the universities because they'd place the professors there to teach slants on things. And the students would follow and rebel to demand certain things. They would, they would demand exactly what the big boys wanted. And the other part would be, would be led and spearheaded through the churches. And the churches were infiltrated long ago to bring in the New Age. It's interesting that Adam Weishaupt, who was one member of one group, of the same groups worldwide, said the greatest way to bring in members, including the low members who knew nothing of the real motives and agenda behind the movement, he said the greatest way to bring them in is to give them mystery. Mystery. It fascinates them. It fascinates them. And they come in droves. They pay their money, they go on their knees, they do all these rituals, and they think they're going to be told the truth. We're living in a totally controlled system. And I've had overtures from some of the big ones uh, with basically the offer of a, a very sweet and golden age for myself if I go along and go easy on certain people. And I know the reasons why. It's important that these certain people seem to be up there in front. They've been well-groomed and well-financed, and the groundwork was laid a long time ago for them coming. And I'm upsetting some apple carts. But I must be true to myself first. And I can't go along with that. And I found in past experience that those who offer you the big payoffs, if you go along, are stunned when you refuse them. 
and I mean stunned, and I've seen this face to face at times, they can't figure you out because they have no integrity themselves. They might be in the most supposedly prestigious positions, but they have no integrity. That's why they're in those prestigious positions. But they truly, truly are dumbfounded that you can't just play the game and go along and take the payoffs. They, they, they're confused. And I've had quite a few offers over the last year or so, uh, longer in fact. This is the real world we live in. Most people will give in and play the game and become pipe pipers and and promote each other, you see. People who've been trained by the big boys, MI5, MI6, who put Aleister Crowley out there to create uh, another part of the New Age movement, did a very good job of it. Created the OTO, a Freemasonic branch, a speciality you might branch, you might say, not for the lower members, but for the higher members. And just like all the, the monasteries in past times, they spawn off other sects, other specialized sects to do specialized jobs. This is how it works. It's always worked this way. But first and foremost, you have to be true to yourself. You can't be true to others unless you are. And your prime purpose is to be true to yourself. I have lost count of the, the, the number of people who have called me over the years who followed and been involved in what we now loosely term the New Age. The ones who are the emotional and psychic wrecks that become imprisoned in a world they're terrified of a world akin to Haiti where spells are cast by people on people and you, you visit the witch doctor to have the spells removed probably the same guy that put the spell on you for someone else and this is the ridiculousness that comes down to where all these energies and forces are acting on people until they're breaking down the people are breaking down they're mentally breaking down with all of this they can't make a move without a, a, a card reading or, or a, a pendulum swinging over yes or no, should I go out today, um, or, or someone with a horoscope. The traditional methods of what we now call the New Age, which is ancient. But they're imprisoned in their lives. They have no happiness, no peace. Everything is a sign or, or, or an evil entity And this was all created for them by something which was intended initially to fascinate them. And they took the bait and went into it. And now they're terrified of living and dying. They're not living at all. That's where all of this leads. To be controlled by other people. People who claim they have the power 
to keep you safe. So here we have the warlords on the one hand in the physical world taking every right away that you thought you had to keep you safe, mind you, and using all the front groups to do it. The NGOs that are financed and, and sponsored by the big boys, the big foundations. And on the other hand, they're robbing you of your psychic life, your spiritual life, by, by the fakes that they put out there to confuse and astound you. And, and you give every right away up to them. You give them over. You're looking for gurus to take away all the, to wash away all the, 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 the bad karma that you've accumulated just to wash it away. Of course, there's plenty who promise to do so, as long as you can pay them. It's, it's an awful roundabout that they go on to. Their minds are imprisoned. They went in willingly, now they're imprisoned. They can't get out. Tremendous mind control. Carefully laid out slowly, incrementally, over many, many, many years to get the effect that we're now at today. And they're creating the, the world religion where they've all been prepared to go into it willingly again for Mother Earth and nature sounds so wonderful and fuzzy. And yet there'll be a priesthood over that as well, of course. There's always a priesthood over it who will tell you the rules. And now you've got to stop breeding and maybe you should be sterilized as well for Mother Earth. And this will come. It's all in the books. And, and they want your cooperation. They're very legalistic that way. They want your cooperation. We always do it willingly. We go off and fight their wars for them willingly. We've been trained to follow the good shepherds. Shepherds. Shepherds own sheep. That's why every religion had a good shepherd. And all the sheep go into their specially made buildings and bleat on special days. Domesticated animals. That's what a sheep is. A sheep is a domesticated animal. It doesn't have the natural instincts of a wild animal. It's been bred out of it. Its instincts for survival have been bred out of it. It actually trusts the shepherd. The shepherd keeps it to make a living off it. And he'll eat it and sell its wool. They get fleeced. Sound familiar? We live in a virtual reality. The Masons love the word virtue. Well, you're in a virtual reality. Not a real one. You only think it's real because of the, the people around you who are just as brainwashed as you are, who they also think it's normal. The sciences that you have today, everything that's given to you on the shelves as the latest whatever is obsolete. You're living in the past in a sense. 
I have to laugh at the computer industry where they're ironing bugs out of this program and that program. That was done at the beginning of the Cold War. The computers are out there to control you, not to help you. The language, when you have the chip in your head, will be the computer language of the binary code the Masonic 0110, the perfect language of mathematics. As Lord Bertrand Russell said, and, for, and he actually worked on that for a good part of his life, creating that language. It's only bleak for those who are afraid to look at the truth. And once you have looked at the truth, you can get past it all and above it and beyond it and move on. And you will have power by understanding. There are those in the New Age who want everyone to be saved. Like we're, like we're a mass man, we're all connected and glued together. It's never been that way in history. And if you wanted to bring everyone through this, then you would become the control freak. People are making their choices every day. Every day. And you must allow them to do so. It doesn't mean you, you, you don't have to tell them. You tell them, at least warn them where they're going. Give them as much information as possible or they can handle but ultimately they will make their decisions and most people will take what appears to be the easiest path. They always have and generally they always will. This is your journey. The individual's journey. And the more you truly search and are honest with yourself, as you say, know thyself is important, you will find that there's far more to all of this than just the mundane. And it's beyond and greater than the New Age with their hocus-pocus and their mind-imprisoning techniques. There is far more to this, of course, than just facts and figures and who did what, when, where and why. But not everyone can go on that journey. It's up to those who can handle the bad news in all of its levels, because the bottom level is bad enough. Few can go beyond that, but there are some. And you have to go through hell before you can see heaven. The New Age movement has trained them, their followers, to avoid the unpleasant. Oh, don't look at the negative. Look at the happy things. And as you look at the happy things, people are being slaughtered across the planet by the power mongers as they grab territory, oil, resources, and destroy cultures because they're in the way, they're inconvenient for the world that's coming up to be 
and those who will not look at the truth are putting themselves in the path of destruction and they won't see that coming either because they won't want to look at it that's the ostrich syndrome they're neutralized again psychological warfare works wonders works very well with most people and some people have said well you've got to give the people hope I wouldn't give them false hope to give them hope they have to look at the truth there's no there's no other way to do it you must look at things honestly including yourself that's where the hope comes in once you've done that until you do for you there is no hope you get the the you'll bend to every wind that blows from the top and i don't see there'll be hope for everyone as i say most people will and always have in all ages they've chosen what they thought was the easy way they've chosen the promise of peace and safety they've chosen to follow a big powerful leader or is what appears to be so because they will not look to themselves to be champion and people who will not stand up for themselves individually are truly giving away the right to decide anything to that which appears to be strong you are your own champion and you can be the champion for those to come that's responsibility a big one and you won't be popular but then truth never is at tuning on sunday to red ice from sweden uh, you'll see it on the website where it'll be streaming live all the best for now and may your god go with you
regrette rien Ni le bien qu'on m'a fait Ni le mal Tout ça m'est bien égal Non, rien de rien Non, je ne regrette rien Car ma vie 